Yeah, there are some circles online, especially like really progressive, really like um, hyper leftist circles that I've been in where mm. um, they are at least some, some of them are um, surprisingly self-aware in that they recognize that they're being online all the time almost sort of privileges them to a sort of um, being on the cutting edge of awareness and of political development. I mean, even even if you're a hyper-conservative, you can't be online every day and mm. not be aware of what the, the leading edge of sort of political thought and editorials are or whatever. Um, whereas if you are just going to work and going to the grocery store every day and you're not really existing online, you know, I have, I, I even just last year, I had had a um, very leftist, very progressive um, partner that I'd met it's sort of just as a like as a didn't really know them super well when I started dating mm. them, mm -hmm. but they they were very much like the sort of like portrait of an SJW. And I, I mentioned SJWs to them once, and they were like, "What's an SJW?" And I was just like, "Yeah," because they're they're too busy like living their life, do it like just in their circles, which is, incidentally is pretty insular. Um, but yeah. they just don't have the the sort of like thing that some people who are engaged in a lot of the discourse and stuff would kind of think are just sort of like, well, everyone knows this or that. Um, right. But seeing people talk about the, the point wasn't derogatory. It was just like passively derogatory when you have someone says like, yeah, the, they, the, the gas station changed since the ragheads bought it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> right. And they're, they're just like, I'm just like, I'm, uh, I just didn't, I literally just didn't, it was like, speechless i'm just like i am now i'm like right right like a subconscious presupposition in their mind that they're not like me they're different i'm with me and mine you know yeah which you know you can hear in country songs kind of like talked about idyllically me and my boys and we got this community and whatever but when you're not a part of that and you're coming in and you're immigrating or you are you know one of the only black dudes in a white area or whatever then you are going to be excluded from that and i think that's just the sort of product the, the people i saw sig heiling the black dude were just kids mm -hmm. and if i i know or like and even even if they were kids they were like you know pretty pretty young ignorant people where mm -hmm. they weren't like they weren't like uh skinheads or anything but i was it's right. just it's like it's like they were they were they weren't viewing it as real mm -hmm. i think that makes sense. That's a that's a really good overview of it, and I think you make a great point too. When it's like you know, it because you're right. It completely depends on what someone's average lifestyle looks like. You might not have time to like sit on the internet like for you know a couple hours at the end of each day and be like, oh, what are people talking about in regards to politics today? And I was listening. I, I pretty much listen to the Tim Pool uh, podcast like every day, and they were talking about that too. How it's like parents especially are some of the busiest people on the planet like they don't have time to sit around and just like learn about politics and discuss it because they have more important things to do like raising their kids and going to jobs and so it's 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 a very interesting point how yeah it can work in like both directions where it can be like someone's either insulated from things that might you know benefit them as far as like being open-minded or they're potentially just like no fault of their own they're just it's they're just too busy for it and i completely respect that i think politics <laughs> for the the people who are interested in it it can be 
uh, a stressful thing, I, I have to kind of mitigate it with myself. I, I can't just, as much as I love learning about it, it's not something that you can spend like eight hours of the day just consuming and, and not go crazy as a result of it. So, yeah. The more time you spend online too, unless you go out of your way to seek out alternative views, any successful social media platform is algorithmically driven to further segregate you because you're going to enjoy more content that affirms what you think. And so it's kind of like that passive <clears throat> balkanization or, or polarization of people. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're not, you don't, um, unless you just like open an incognito window every day and you're like <laughs> right. paranoid or whatever, but they're, they're building an idea of who you are and what's going to make you click on the ads or whatever. Yeah, that's very true. Um, yeah, man, that's that's a that's a really good point. I don't think people, my, myself included, I don't I don't think the, I mean, the social media algorithm stuff does get quite a bit of attention, but I don't think, I think people are more prone to applying it to like other people. Like it would be like someone who's on the left saying like, oh well, those conservatives are just in their echo chamber, but conservatives could be saying the same thing, and it could be equally true on the other side. So it's uh definitely a, a sign of the times that we have to contend with technology itself to, you know, remain honest.